0: Hello, and welcome to our podcast. Today, a special guest is joining us, Dr. Alan Stern. Dr. Stern is a successful dentist, entrepreneur, speaker, and author who has dedicated his career to helping fellow dental professionals achieve their goals and improve their lives. Dr. Stern founded Better Richer Stronger a coaching business focusing on helping dentists create a productive and profitable workplace while achieving personal fulfillment and meaning. He is a highly sought after speaker and has conducted presentations for dental groups that redefine what it means to build a better team and rekindle their passion for what matters.
1: In addition to his coaching and speaking work, Dr. Stern is also the author of the book Enjoy the Ride, which provides a roadmap to help individuals take charge of their lives and achieve their goals. Dr. Stern has helped countless people gain focus, energy and momentum through his work and achieve the results they never thought possible. On a personal note, Dr. Stern is a true inspiration. He and his wife, Fram, have recommitted to living a healthy life, and Dr. Stern even held a plank for 10 and a half minutes, that's incredible, on his 66th birthday. He is committed to breaking 12 minutes on his 70th birthday in June, a testament to his discipline and commitment to personal growth and development.
0: That's crazy. And so we are thrilled to have Dr. Alan Stern on our podcast today, and we can't wait to hear his insights and experiences. So without further ado, let's welcome Dr. Stern to the show. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to today's Mint Door podcast episode. We are thrilled to have you join us as we explore two simple yet powerful questions with our special guest, Dr. Alan Stern. Today, we will delve into the mind and experience of our guest as we ask him to share his unique perspective on two fundamental questions.
1: Now, these questions aim to provide our listeners with valuable insights and guidance from someone who has achieved success and recognition in the dental industry. Whether you're just starting your career or a seasoned member of the dental industry, we're sure Dr. Stern's perspectives and advice will undoubtedly provide valuable insights and inspiration. Yeah. So sit
0: back, relax, and get ready to gain valuable perspective as we dive into these two simple but powerful questions with Dr. Alan Stern. Welcome, Alan, to the Mint Door Podcast.
2: Laura, Karen, it's always a delight to spend time with you. Um, I, I'm willing to do this for five hours if you want.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, awesome. We're going to try not to go for five hours, um, but oh. you know, maybe four and a half. Thank uh-huh. you.
2: Uh, I'll settle. I'm a compromising type.
1: Awesome. Well, for the first uh, chunk of that big period of time, we're going to talk about question our question for you. And our first question, Alan, is tell us about some insecurities that you have hidden behind your professional mask that you wear.
2: Well, if I told you all of them, it would be four and a half to five mm-hmm. hours. So we'll, we'll try and call it down to the important stuff. I, I think... Let's put this in context for a moment. And I think I know that everybody is carrying something Mm. at any given time, especially now. But growing up in the 50s and 60s, where the words empathy and love were not used like we use them today, advantage us in this era. But I was raised, Karen and Laura. Unfortunately, in a very non-loving environment, a very non-respectful of children environment. And I'm raised in that generation where parents were authoritarian figures rather than nurturers, as we aspire to be today. And I've been very gun-shy about this. But I've decided to uncork a little bit of it because my father is still alive. We don't speak. And that's very sad. It's a tragic tragedy that I have to live with every day. But the verbal abuse that I dealt with as a child was rough.
3: Mm.
2: It was very rough. And the conflict between my parents, that was loud. Mm. Thank God, not physically violent, not sexually violent, but really gut-wrenching in the purest form of the word, I carry that with me today. So behind my professional mask is a deep desire not to have anybody yelling at me. Mm -hmm. I don't like raised voices. Mm -hmm. I have Mm -hmm. to fight like crazy to hold myself together if there is a conflict, Mm -hmm. if there is even a suggestion of somebody disapproving of me. Funny story with that, I got a letter from a lawyer once, and it's on my desk, and my stomach goes kerplooey, my heart jumps right up to the top of top of my larynx, and I see, you know, this, 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 and this, ESQ, attorneys of law, and it turned out to be a check from my patient, who's a lawyer, who was paying my like, you bill. Know. <laughs> so, it's pretty funny, but, you know... Certain things will trigger me.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: And I've got to use that professional mask and sometimes even a personal mask
3: mm-hmm. in
2: my non-professional life mm-hmm. to really hide behind that. Mm-hmm. And think about it. In dentistry, we have so many things that don't go ideal. Or is that just in my practice? No. I, I don't know.
0: No, not at all. <laughs> <laughs> Never
2: happened to you guys, right?
0: No, no. You, It's universal, I think. <laughs> yep,
2: yep. And so a patient comes in and is distraught about something. Mm-hmm. And by the way, I don't see them as angry anymore. I see them as distraught because fear is anger in disguise.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: But I've got to really alter my way of hearing that those things. So that number one, I could hold myself together. Mm-hmm. And number two, I could behave as a professional, as a caring, loving professional mm-hmm. to get a person past whatever it is that's troubling them. Mm-hmm. So that's one, the other one is my hero mother was a Holocaust survivor. I think I've talked about that with you in the past. Mm-hmm. And my mother was the her background as a teenager, she was shoved into Auschwitz
3: mm-hmm.
2: and separated forcibly from her parents. She lived and they died. and the the atrocities that she witnessed were just beyond description. That's another four hours uh, that you really don't want to sit through. Mm-hmm. But my mother had the belief inside mm-hmm. of her that Jewish people were putting this earth to suffer.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Who could blame her? But geez, you, you combine that with a very, very far from ideal marriage. And the subliminal message, and sometimes the overt message that my hero mother gave to me without intent, was that. Mm-hmm. So, so verbally screamed at, taught that I'm putting put the world to suffer. Not an ounce of respect
3: mm-hmm.
2: for my accomplishments, from my mother, yes, but put all that together and you've got one big pile of insecurity. Mm-hmm. And I will tell you, I, I'm very open about this also. It took a world-class therapist that I was blessed to have met. Mm-hmm and a fantastic peak performance coach to really help me just overpower these things. And it's a daily, I don't want to call it a battle. I call it a challenge. Mm -hmm. It's a daily challenge to rise above those things because you can't erase things that are written in indelible ink. You just can't, you you have to work with it.
0: Mm
2: -hmm. And damn, I've learned how to work with it.
0: Mm -hmm. Well, Thank you for sharing that. That's an amazing um, story. And knowing you now, um, I'd say that you have traversed that very successfully. Um, Thank you.
2: And you know what? It's given me an enhanced level of sensitivity to others. Hmm. It's given me the, um, call it wisdom or call it knowledge or learning, that everything that I say has to result in something good. Mm -hmm. And don't think I'm perfect at it, because I'm not. I've screwed it up many times. Mm -hmm. But I am very aware and intentional that the things that I say to people, including myself, have to result in something good. If I run my mouth and knowingly try to hurl a barb at somebody,
3: Mm -hmm.
2: I feel horrible.
3: Mm -hmm.
2: I got a hangover after those kind of things. Mm
3: -hmm.
2: So for my own selfish reasons, and also for, for it to be consistent with my mission in the world and my integrity, I've got to be a positive presence, a neutral presence at worst,
0: Mm -hmm. but a
2: positive presence at best in order to be myself, be true to myself.
0: Mm -hmm. That's awesome. Well, and and that leads me into um, something I know you love talking about, but, um, how using conflict can actually be an opportunity.
2: Yeah. You know, I, as I said, I grew up in a house of conflict and I understand what that can do because in conflict, there's a winner and there's a loser. Mm -hmm. And I don't want to be a loser and I don't want to create a loser. Mm. So, when I deal with conflict, let, let's say let's say a patient comes in and a crown comes out. I don't that maybe that just happens to me.
3: <laughs>
2: or maybe some porcelain is broken because they're bruxing a little bit more than they may have been uh before six years before now, and they're angry or they're stressed. I paid what? And this thing came out or Why did that porcelain chip? I thought you'd use one of the best labs in the country. And what I've learned is to do exactly what we did back in the 80s when I started practicing and what a lot of our colleagues do today. And I've learned not to say, well, I followed the standard of care and I know I did nothing wrong. It must be. We can't do that. But instead, what I learned to do is align myself with another human being in distress oh my laura i'm oh this porcelain broke that's got to feel a little nasty let's see what we can do about this cuz i really want you comfortable we if we align ourselves with others even with team members if they're stressed out how can i help you what do you need me to do to make your job easy not how can i hold you accountable i don't i don't play that game either But how can we in the office support you to get these things done?
3: Mm
2: -hmm. Same result, different technique. Mm -hmm. Because I I want people to feel good in my presence. There's no good. No good is going to result if you come in, Laura, and say, that ground fell out for the umpteenth time. What's wrong with you? And I say, there's nothing wrong with me. What's wrong with you? I'm in New Jersey. So I would say, you got a problem with that? (laughs) <laughs> uh, but instead and say man that's not easy to deal with let's sit down and see what we can do
3: mm-hmm.
2: and I have your permission to kick you back and let me get a look at this thing
3: mm-hmm.
2: and we'll resolve it once and for all even if I have to remake the crown, say, so who cares
3: mm-hmm. it's not the end of the world mm-hmm.
2: but that, that's how we do it I I want to make people feel good, not only being in my presence, but feeling good about themselves mm-hmm. as they're in my presence. Mm-hmm. So I'll often use humor. If a conflict, if I can lighten it up mm-hmm. and get people to understand that I'm aligned with them and we're pushing in the same direction for a good cause, and that is their good health and their comfort and their function, their aesthetics, sometimes I can even slip a joke in. Mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. that. That breaks the mood. Victor Borga, do you do you guys are you guys familiar? You're probably too young to remember Victor Borga. Mm-hmm. He was a Danish comedian. B-O-R-G-E, very funny guy. Not everything, all of his humor was family rated, also. Mm-hmm. And Victor Borga said the shortest distance between two people is a joke.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: And think about it, it's a connector. Connection's everything. Mm-hmm. So I want to turn that
1: conflict
2: into
3: connection.
1: Mm. I I, I I just want to say, I wanted to reflect something that when you were going through those scenarios of how somebody maybe typically you thought from New Jersey would deal with it and then how you then reframed it with your own approach to dealing with that conflict, the energy level was kind of up here And then you brought it right down. So not only is that impacting the person that you're talking to, but you sounded so much calmer in your voice. Mm -hmm. So do you feel that dealing with people in that way makes for a calmer, more pleasant day for you too?
2: 100%. -hmm. And, you know, if we can extend this out a little bit to our – online interactions,
3: mm-hmm. our
2: social media interactions, how many times have we seen uh, somebody put something out there and then get blasted apart mm-hmm. or condescended to? Um, and what does that do? Mm-hmm. It turns up the temperature and makes makes an uncomfortable situation even worse. Mm-hmm. person's putting something out there where they're uncomfortable and they're looking for answers and you get a snarky disrespectful or even arrogant response. Mm-hmm. So yes, I feel good
3: mm-hmm. if
2: I see something like that and I put in, you know, a sweet little comment or a thank you for putting out that issue because I know other people are feeling it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the individual receiving it feels good, but I feel good you turn the temperature down and mm-hmm. yes the tone absolutely changes Mm -hmm. and you know karen that that's another good point because this is not going to work a hundred percent of the time Mm -hmm. there are just some people who will not who will not buy into anything other than a zero-sum game or a conflict where there's a winner and a loser Mm -hmm. but i still maintain this way of being if for no other reason that i know Mm -hmm. I've acted in my own integrity, and acted to the best of my ability for the betterment of another human being. If it, even if it means they're walking out of my office, mm-hmm. those people do me a favor by walking out.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's 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 sound advice. Uh, peace of mind, happiness, um, going going to bed, putting your head down on your pillow at night, and being confident that you. You lived to your standards. You lived in your integrity.
2: Yeah, when when you jump out of it, and we all do sometimes, we all drift a little bit, that's an unpleasant aftermath.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. Um, I had a guy call my office the other day, and everyone was gone, but I decided to pick up the phone. It looked like a new name, maybe a new patient that I didn't want to miss, and I picked it up, and he said to me, what do you charge for X, Y, and Z? I said, hi, who am I speaking to? My name is Mike, how much, how much do you charge for X, Y, Z? Oh, Mike, nice to meet you. My name's Alan Stern, and I'm really glad you called. Tell me what your biggest concerns are. What do you charge for X, Y, and Z? Are you gonna tell me? I said, you know what, man? We may not be the right office for you. You might wanna call the dental store down the street, uh, You know, the house of discount dentistry, and go there because if price is the only thing you're looking for, we may not be able to help you.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: And they're going to go one way or the other. Mm-hmm. Oh, I heard so much about you. Or see you later, buddy. I just want you. You know, yeah. that's all right. That's that. That was this gentleman's right answer. It's not mine.
1: Mm-hmm. So
2: bid him farewell as best you can.
1: Yeah, indeed. Oh, we know, sorry, Alan, we we know that you help, like, lots of people. Like, you talk about how to interact nicely on social media. We see you doing that, like, every single day. People love you. Um, and tell us about an offering that you have for our audience, uh, how they could work with you, because if there are people listening to this, um, you are a guy that people need to need to oh, meet. Thank
2: you. And given what I just told you, I cannot tell you how much that means. You've got me at a weak moment <laughs> or at a transparent moment. That It means the world to me uh, with you great people um, speaking of me and to me in that way.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: But I, I think we are fraught with so many problems and we are fraught with so many tendencies to mire into misery and God forbid depression and God, God forbid the end result of depression, which we know. I will offer anybody a virtual coffee Mm -hmm. and we can sit down over zoom for 45 minutes. We can chat. I can listen. I can reflect and maybe open your eyes to something that may be right in front of you, but like the best of us, you can't see it. Mm -hmm. Because so often you guys know this, our solutions, our answers are right in front of us or they're inside of us. And it just takes the right set of ears to bring it out. Mm-hmm. And if I if I am that right set of ears, wow, well, we mission accomplished.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: So anybody, any of the Mint Door people who would like to do that, please. Um, there's, I, I I don't want a penny. I don't I don't want to sell you anything on, on on a virtual coffee. I just want to listen and maybe make your world a little bit better.
0: Awesome,
3: mm-hmm.
0: fantastic. That's that's beautiful. And we'll make sure that we have um, your contact information for our listeners. But you also have a mastermind group. Tell us a little bit about. Yeah, that. Oh, thanks.
2: Yeah, I am really I am just fired up about this because sometimes uh, groups can get together in a facilitated discussion and really solve problems that no one or two of us can do. There is a huge diversity of thought out there. There's a huge diversity of experience. And then there's me. So, <laughs> so we're, you know, in, in the spirit of my book, Enjoy the Ride, our mastermind group is called On the Ride. And we will address a few dozen of the potholes that I've discovered <laughs> that could throw our wheels out of alignment and flatten our tires as we go along the journey. Mm-hmm. So, last night we talked about the comparison trap, which is a major pothole. We're going to talk about perfection. We're going to talk about isolation, anxiety, difficult people, those kind of potholes uh, that we run into. So, we're doing this as a group. It's mostly for younger dentists. And right now we're an East Coast friendly group because my bedtime is nine o'clock. I'm sorry. <laughs> I will form a West Coast group that will meet either early mornings, West Coast time or weekends, West Coast time. So we are looking for uh, a couple of dozen people. I won't have more than 12 in any group. Oh, excuse me, please. The allergy season is beginning early. Um, so that those will be very intimate, safe, facilitated discussions with a specific agenda, either mine or the members. Mm-hmm. We meet twice a month, and it's very low cost. It's very easy entry. It's very easy exit. And I just want it to be something to, that people want to come and really learn and grow with me and with a lot of their like-minded peers. There is nothing. There is no substitute for eye to eye. It's better in person, but if we're going to draw a national audience,
0: mm-hmm.
2: this, this, this is a miracle. Mm-hmm. So we can do this eye to eye, voice to voice in real time.
1: Yeah.
0: Awesome. Well, um, we'd just like to say thank you for um, sharing your knowledge, your light, your expertise with so many. Um, and we hope that our listeners found some encouragement from yep. from you and your story today. Thanks for being vulnerable and ask, answering our, our questions. Um, I should mention, um, Dr. Stern, you also have a wonderful, vibrant, active Facebook group called Better, Richer, Stronger. Yeah, so, yeah, please, please check them out there. And we'll make sure and provide all links to get a hold of you if anyone's interested in that virtual coffee or the mastermind. So, um, yeah. Excellent. All right. Thanks, everybody, for being here. We adore you, our listeners. We adore you, Dr. Alan Stern, and we'll see you on the next episode of the Door Podcast. Thank you. Bye. Bye.